Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So we're now sponsored by Ball across the entire DNVR network, as in Ball Arena, where the Nuggets play, as in the Aerospace Technology Company, also as in the world's largest aluminum can and packaging manufacturer. And they manufacture a lot of those cans right here in Colorado, in Golden, Colorado, to be exact. And Ball hit us up. They're looking to add line capacity to their plant here in Golden, Colorado. They're looking to hire production technicians. So if that sounds like you, hit them up because like I said, they're adding line capacity to their 400 person plant here in town in Golden, Colorado, because the demand for sustainable aluminum beverage cans is greater than ever. If you're interested in working at Ball, hit them up, go to jobs.ball.com and search for Golden, or you can simply text Golden to 77222. Ball makes eight, 12 and 16 ounce can sizes for all kinds of liquids. They make cans in over 30 different sizes at facilities across the world. The Golden Plant makes regular eight ounce, 12 ounce and 24 ounce growler size cans. Illumitech bottles, several different can lint sizes as well. So again, go to jobs.ball.com and search for Golden or you can simply text Golden to 77222 for more info. What is up, everybody? Welcome into the Winner's Lounge. A Winner's Lounge that you didn't know which way it was going to go to the final seconds. Dare I say the final second, right when the buzzer (laughs) sounded. The Nuggets get the win. Another Munder. Another one. This is what we do. We Munder. We're a defensive team. (laughs) That's true. The Nuggets are defensive Just grind out win after win. Absolutely incredible. I got an all-star cast with me. I'll introduce them in a second. But first, I'm going to introduce the presenting sponsor of this show and every Winner's Lounge. That is, of course, DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. I killed it tonight, Dev. Yeah, I mean, when I don't win... You guys call me out. When I win, why don't we talk about it? <laughs> did why you win tonight? Talk about we it. Won we tonight. did win tonight. We, we won tonight. Hey, I won big, though, on the Eric parlay. I'm not going to lie. He gave We're us not- a nice little parlay. Won, won a little bit of coin on that one. Let Look. me tell you about the Eric parlay because uh, people want to give him credit. He's not getting regular lines. He's creating his own. So he does create not, his own. It's not it was regular great. things. You got to start doing that. He's like 8 and 0, so you got to love it. You win money any way you can. You got to So you guys are probably money. wondering, it's Halloween. This is our Halloween party and I've got a all-star <laughs> cast with me. You guys won't believe it. Over here to my left is Travis Barker. I probably got like 20 more minutes of wearing this uh, costume tonight, so <laughs> soak it, it up, definitely guys. Is. That's soak the thing about right costumes. Now. After about an hour, you're kind of like, ah, man. I've worn this, this all day, too. It's, fake it's been beard. a marathon. Have you ever done the fake beard? Yeah, it's oh, not Oh, it's good. the worst, oh, man. Yeah. It's the absolute worst. Sounds oh, hot. Over here, I've got Moses. Hello. Peace <laughs> be with you. AKA the king of the chat, uh, the savior of the chat, Here Moses. to lead the flock across the dark waters of bench minutes. <laughs> <laughs> this 
guy, man. Unbelievable. Uh, and then the over best. here, oh man, I'm gonna screw this up. Vegeta. 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 And you Vegeta. better put some respect on my name. You mean you know I'm a big Dragon Ball Z guy. Of <laughs> Always have been. Of course. Do uh, you have anything? Usually when I throw it, you give a little something. Did you I see mean, what Ray did? He was very charismatic when I threw to him. What, what are you going to do? He's good. That guy is good. He is good, man. Just like the Nuggets defense. Yeah. Very, very what good. What a segue, uh, man. <laughs> this is a Munder team. This is the, the type of team that they are, and it's, it's fun to watch. Is that where you want to start? Because, honestly, there's so many places we could start. I mean, we could start with they won this game on defense. Jokic. Our, our savior, our hero, he's incredible. He had two turnovers down the stretch tonight. And look, second night of a back-to-back, -back, tired legs. It was clear he was tired, short on a lot tonight. And by the way, he was awesome. Don't get me wrong, Jokic was awesome. But Denver had to win tonight with defense, and they hold uh, the Timberwolves in the second quarter to 15 points. In the fourth quarter, in winning time, to 18 points. They enter Damn. the fourth quarter down. They have to get some stops, and they get them, including a game-saving block. Ray, are you buying this Nuggets defense? Are they a top... Ten top five defense in your mind. I've got a I've got a key word for you. Okay. If I can change the metric a little bit. Okay. Sandpaper. Just sandpaper everywhere. It's gritty. Okay. It doesn't <laughs> right. feel nice all, right. all the time. But hey, at the end of the day, it gets the job done. I'm absolutely buying this Nuggets defense. You can't always trust every nugget to score, but you can trust every nugget to put out the effort and, and make sure that they're doing everything that they can to make sure that we're getting them under. Yeah, they were getting them under. Yeah. Another Munder, and a 91, I mean, honestly, like, almost a, a mega Munder. Very, very narrowly a mega Munder. I mean, how this game started out, the Timberwolves took it to the Nuggets yep. in tonight's first half. Like, they came out, Carl Anthony Towns came out like this was game seven of the finals <laughs> for him, man. It was. Four, 14 points in the first quarter, or no, nine, nine, nine points, points in the first, in the first quarter. He finished yes. with 14. And then, you know, Denver found itself the bench didn't but you know Denver rallied it and just put it on them in the second half I, I wonder if you know the Nuggets have kind of realized we've got to win games with our defense because if Michael Porter Jr. is not hitting shots I don't know if they can be yeah. a top 10 offense but apparently they can be a top 10 defense or top three defense at least early in the season it's so impressive Dev are you buying this though like some of what they're doing, look, some teams have missed some shots, but they've done it enough times now. What is this? Four? They what, What's their record? Three and two? Four and two? Is it six games in? They're four and two, and they've, they've, held, five, four, they've held five of six opponents under 100 points. They've got Absolutely. five Munders in six games. I think, I think I'm buying it. Um, and Harrison actually like brought up a big point about it. Right now, Michael Porter Jr. is not scoring the way that he can. But, I mean, shooters are going to go through their, like, yeah. their spurts. Um, are just not having things going. Like, even Curry uh, has those type of moments. Right. First off, shots go in, shots go out. But one thing that can be consistent every single time is the effort put in on that end of the floor. So maybe this is just who they want to be because at any time that can switch over and he can have a big night. Um, the other guys can have a big night. But if you're going to play good defense no matter what the night is, then you could pull a win, and that's just the type of team that they have to be if they want to be successful now and in the future. Yeah. I really do think, I mean, Aaron Gordon makes a big difference. Just the ability to throw a guy out there. By the way, Aaron Gordon tonight, you guys, do you guys know? Plus 26. Really? Tw yesterday we highlighted how Luka Doncic was a minus 32 with mm -hmm. Aaron Gordon just putting him in jail. Tonight he's a plus 26, and honestly it's a loud one. Like when he's out there, good things happen. Mm -hmm. And here's one thing I'll say about Aaron Gordon. 
I he has surprised me the level to which he has fit in mm. with Jokic and with this team. Absolutely. Yeah. Last year, I didn't feel like he was looking for his shot, and rightfully so. Like he had to fit in about a, a team that knew how to score. But this year, I feel like he reads the rhythm of Jokic ball really well. He's never going to be a twenty-five point per game score. He might get it every here and there, but. Just the way he fits in and knows where to be, and then defensively he changes things like Paul Millsap used to. He does that even maybe even more so. So I I, I am so impressed with what with him. Four of ten tonight, only twelve points, four rebounds, two assists, two steals, two blocks. That's the kind of stat line I kind of expect from him. A little bit of everything. I think it's impactful because he never settles. He yeah. never decides that hey, I'm okay with taking six threes a night. He wants shots at the rim. He wants to draw fouls and. I don't know. Would you give him the defensive chain of the game tonight? <laughs> no, I no? would not. Really? I would not. I I mean, look, he probably deserves it. I mean, he might. Ever get it. But he, might. One he, play. he probably deserves it most nights. It's how we give Jokic the yeah, game totally. ball. That's or yeah, how so Jokic true. should get the game ball most yeah. nights. You know who I'd give it to, though, is probably Will Barton. Because that it. play he made, not only did it save the game, but it was a hard play. That wasn't like a... He just hustled, or this or that. It's like he hustled, he got airborne. When that play was developing, I thought that was for sure a layup. I, honest to God, was just thinking, don't foul, don't foul, don't foul. The right. Nuggets up to Malik Beasley. It's kind of sweet, and by the way, we should talk about this. Will Barton, he gets the block shot. Yeah. The ball gets bumbled a little bit. Then I thought Jokic was going to foul on, on a, a game right. winner. The clock, the buzzer goes. Will Barton screams and then walks over to Malik Beasley, who's on the <laughs> ground, and flexes on him. Yeah. Screams and flexes on him. Dev, I'm not trying to stay or start rumors or this or that. But you might be. But I'm not. I'm not at all because I don't know. Not at all. It felt like there was a little extra spice on that one. I mean, you you have to, especially being like a, a prisoner of the moment. Like we're we're seeing it right now. There was a guy that tried to end you. Yep. That used to play for you. He knew what it was going to be. If, if Malik Beasley would have made the shot or got the foul, he would have flexed. He would have been the one that's showing out. So for Will Barton to do it um, in that way, uh, that that's big because Will Barton is, is a guy that, you know, in years past, he's been on the wrong ends of the game, right. like winning or, or game losing plays. Mm -hmm. So for him to come up and, and step up in a different way, that wasn't a huge big, uh, Will Barton game on the offensive end. Right. But defensively, that was a huge game because he 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 held Anthony like Anthony Edwards to a like a low um, yeah. on the season, and then he has that big play right there like that. I mean, it's going to overshadow Bart the type of yeah. night that he had. That's a big night for him. He had three block or three steals and two blocks tonight as well. On top of that, so it was right. like you know he was making an impact at least in the box score. Um, I I just think there was a little bit something extra on there. Like Will Barton, he put a little extra. And by the way, Malik Beasley, I would venture that. Three or four of his career high-scoring games have come against Denver. He always mm -hmm. he always brings a little something when he's playing Denver. That's why I feel I don't know if there's really personal beef. It's just when there's a guy that brings it a little extra against you and you beat him. That's all it was to me. That's that's all it was. He yeah. put a little extra sauce on it. I mean, I all I know is by the end of Malik Beasley's time in Denver, he did not want to be here anymore. I I, I think I heard he asked out. You know, during right. that last season he was here, mm. and look. The guys in the locker room know that. Right. That stuff gets around. So, yeah, Will Barton know, knew that Malik didn't want to be here. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I think it is personal. Absolutely. Uh, let's talk about uh, Nikola Jokic tonight. You mentioned earlier, Carl Anthony Towns also takes this matchup very personally. Very personally. He clearly wants to go and prove something against Yoke. The first three minutes of this game, Yoke looked terrible. 
Carl Anthony Towns looked dominant. Yoke looked like he was tired, second out of a back-to-back. He just looked like he didn't have it. And I'm sitting here watching the game, and I'm thinking, don't do this to us, Yoke. <laughs> don't do this where, like, you get dominated in a game or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yoke kind of paced himself. First quarter I don't think was very good. I don't think he scored in the first quarter. After that, he didn't. after the first quarter, the entire flip script, uh, script flipped. Jokic goes on to put up this stat line, guys. 26. We get an empty netter. Well, that's good. get an empty netter. Yeah, really yeah. good uh, 26 points, 19 rebounds, 7 assists, 3 block shots, 1 steal. Think about that stat line. 19 rebounds? What, what number I, sticks out the most? Can I point out the turning point for me? Okay. It was the refs. It was he the refs? He got into it with the refs. Okay. I feel like at that point yeah. he said, okay. I need to it overcome right. whatever you guys are going to throw at me tonight because this isn't right. You know, yeah. I don't want this disrespect. So let me just show you real quick why I am who I am and why you guys are refs. Right? Yeah. It, <laughs> it was. I do think it lit a fire under him. How would you evaluate Jokic's night tonight? Well, first off, I'm not, like, into, like, uh, corporal punishment or anything like that. But <laughs> that was an ass with That's good. That was fair. That was an good ass to get that out of the way. Why do you <laughs> call it corporal punishment? <laughs> you know? <laughs> For, for a guy to, like, one guy really took that serious. That was a serious game for Carl Anthony Towns. He came out with a spark, an edge. He, he, he a cockiness, plays. by the way. Towns is, bit. like, way cockier than his accolades. If you look up the definition of front runner in the he dictionary, is, it, there's a picture. He, he, and, and I like Towns. Like, I like big men with skill. I just, he frustrates me, man. He's fairly yeah. talented. But he He's also so he frustrates Jokic. And, and to Ray's point, there was a turning point in the game. He kind of got into like a, a mini scuffle with, with Carl Anthony Towns, yeah. and the referee didn't make the call that he should have. And then from that point on, he was like, okay, that's you. For the rest of the night, you're you're cooked. And he truly did cook him. Carl Anthony Towns went 14 points, 8 rebounds, 3 assists, and he was a minus 23. A minus a game 23. That they won by 2. Yeah, minus 23 in a game they won by 2. That's a that's that's the the story of the game right there. Totally, two, yeah. two like stars against each other, and one just completely dominated on a C minus type of game with yeah. monster stats on the second night of a back to back, and and it was just like, like such a beating. Like that's that's amazing. I what? felt like Yoke roped rope doped them a little to to start. He he let he, he's the king of the game. <laughs> Twenty six points, nineteen rebounds, seven assists. Easily. I mean, who else are you gonna give it to? Me. Look at that picture. Calling out that horn set. A little horns. Yeah. A little horns, everybody. Yeah. Little horns. But I thought he rope-a-doped him a little in the first quarter. You thought he rope-a-doped? Yeah. Played a little possum. Yeah. You think, he was playing, you think so, too? I, I think, think he, I, I don't think he put out everything he had well, in that course, first quarter. Course, I think he sure. knows the impact yeah. of, like, flipping that switch. I think he knows how to play a player like Towns. Like, specifically a guy like Towns who can get really day. high He's and really low. Intentionally humble. Yeah. But but when Jokic turned it on, Towns had no answer. And I mean, what it showed me is just like there's levels to this shit. Oh yeah, no, there's, there's there is levels. such a big disparity between Nikola Jokic and the next best center in the league, and then Carl Towns. <laughs> like there there is such a wide gap there. There's levels and you to saw it. tonight, man. They're just playing two different games. Yeah, two different games. I like that take because Yoke, you know, Towns started out on top, right? He was the higher draft pick and. It, all this, oh, in the Chris future. Chris started on top. Well, Chris Tapp started on top, too. <laughs> but you had this, like, oh, he's the future, this or that, right? Yeah. And then Jokic has overtaken him. And then you had game 82, like, okay. Right. But then Jokic sort of overtook him. And since then, 
you think like, okay, you're on top, everybody's gunning for you, but Yoke keeps furthering the gap between those two yeah. guys. And tonight, you're right. Jokic took this game, like Towns was like, I'm going out, this is my prize fight. And Jokic was like, this is my spar. As exactly. I tune up for another game. Yoke like, I'm knew they were here. in for a four-quarter battle, and Towns tried to end it in the first round. Yeah. I yeah. mean, he was he was he was really I don't want to say he was incredible tonight. It's incredible that he can put up a stat line like that and control a game on a night where I think he wasn't that good. He missed a lot of bunnies. He the missed a lot of threes. He had seven turnovers. And yet still, his C game is like a top. Yeah. You know, like how many players can even have this game? And for me, I felt like it was a C game for me. 20? Maybe 20 players can have the game Jokic had tonight. And yeah. I'm like, maybe his worst game of the year. Yeah, but right. it was awesome. I, I will say this, though. Jokic had three blocks tonight. This has gone under the radar, yeah. unsurprisingly. Love this. He has been a much better rim protector this season than last season. Like, I've seen a big jump there, man. He was good at times against Utah. He was good against San Antonio. Like, good against Cleveland at times. He was good again tonight. Yeah. I just think that part of his game has taken a big jump. It's probably tough to quantify. You can look at the blocks that, that he's already had this year mm -hmm. uh, to, to look at that. But you can just see it with the eye test. He's better defending the rim this year, or maybe he just cares more about it this year and is putting more effort than he was last season. And that's one other part of his game that is just better. A lot of his game was like, is he going to become a defender? He's clearly becoming a better defender, but also he's also a better rebounder now. So now he's, <laughs> yeah. he's the opening rebounds other are insane. Parts, he's opening other parts to his game while he's getting better when it was already like, how good could he be? And he just keeps adding to it where even on a, a, a relaxed game. Like, we don't even know if he's, like, back. Like, if he's 100% or not. He's just he's just there. This is my song, actually. I played the drums on oh, this. Oh, that's nice. right. This yeah. is your jam. Nice. Yeah. Wow. I can see it. What I an OG, Travis Barker. <laughs> this is incredible. Ray, do you think Jokic's improved defense, how much of it is about him? And how much of it do you think is about the Nuggets have some better defenders around him now? And I mean, they're, just they're kind of being recognized more. And, well, like, okay, he's getting 19 rebounds tonight, 14 defensive rebounds. But there's a lot of missed shots right now because Denver's getting a lot yeah. of stops. So wh what do you, where do you credit Jokic's defensive improvement this year? I credit a lot with his body. Okay. Um, you know, he's a father, you know, dad strength for one. But also I think he's worked really hard to be physically indomitable. You know, he's yeah. not being pushed around by anybody in the league at this point. Yeah. You know, uh, he's, but he's also maintaining this ability to take guys off the dribble to be quicker to the ball and get maybe he's not jumping higher but he's jumping first and, right. he, and he's you know keeping his position in, in ways that are helping the team a lot in ways that you take him off the floor and there aren't that many guys on the roster i don't know if there's anyone on the roster who can do that yeah, yeah. why don't we hit our first break on the other side though we got a lot to get to later on in the show brendan vote you guys are going to get to see him in his costume today He's going to be coming back and reporting live from Ball Arena what Michael Malone, Nikola Jokic, and others had to say. Um, and then on the other side, guys, tonight, I feel like tonight was the Bones Highland game. Like the coming other ones out. were like, they were like the, the prelude. Mm -hmm. Tonight was the night where it's like the coming out party. A little bit of a coming out party, man. And then what's crazy is we'll get to it, but it wasn't even like he put up crazy stats. It's just that he fit in. Yeah. Fit in very, very nicely, but yeah. we'll get to it. I might order some of this tonight after I get off this show. Sexy pizza, guys. If you're coming to the Broncos tailgate tomorrow, sexy pizza at the tailgate. 
as much as you want, as little as you want. Garlic knots too. Tailgate's so fun. Uh, I'll be there tomorrow. Tailgate, a hundred times more fun than the Broncos game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> at least there's shade at the tailgate. So very true. little shade at the stadium. Yeah, very true. A lot more true. comfortable. <laughs> yes. There's, there's Super Producer Kale on screen. Look at him. Spider-Man <laughs> yoke. Uh, but if you can't make it out to the tailgate and you're still in Denver, check out Sexy Pizza. They got a bunch of locations in Denver. Uh, they got one on South Broadway. They got one in the Highlands. Uh, the South Broadway one's on Pearl Street. Uh, they've been in the Denver community for 13 years. They're as local as it gets. Uh, great pizza, great salads, great sides. And uh, they also do a lot of cool stuff for the community. A portion of every sale from uh, these five specialty pies, they got five of them. The philanthropies, uh, a portion of those sales go to a range of different nonprofits cool right here in company. Colorado. Really Sexy cool Pizza, Colorado great company. food, great company also. Uh, so make sure to check that out if you're looking to hit up some pizza. Also, I think the newest sponsor here on the podcast across the DMVR network, Snooze Sleep. Adam's got a snooze mattress. Hell yeah. Yes. A bunch of us this at DMVR have snooze Go ahead and mattresses. Say it. Uh, they're awesome. How would you rate your sleep on a snooze mattress? You have to understand. It's a game changer. Yeah. And it's not just the mattress, it's also the frame. Cause mm -hmm. it like it does the like thing where it like will elevate your feet just a little bit so that just apparently enough. the blood flows better, you wake up early. I'm telling you, it's insane. It's insane. What's also insane is the deal that you can get on these snooze mattresses with the code DNVR. Uh, use that at snoozesleep.com. You can get $250 off a mattress and $250 off an adjustable base. Ma yeah. So, so you get the frame and the mattress, $250 off each one. It's so incredible. Here's the thing about a mattress. It's like a phone. If you went 10 years without getting a new phone and then you got a new one, it'd be like, holy That's crap. Yeah. Look at all these features yes. we have. That's how it is with a bed. I'm telling yeah. you. So snooze mattress is awesome. You can customize it to fit your body. If you like to sleep hot, if you like to sleep cold, um, best mattress on the market, go to snoozesleep.com and get that snooze right. flip delivered straight to your do door. Anymore. Happy sleeping and recovery. I know I gotta take this off too. Oh, Use code DNVR, get 250 bucks off the mattress and this get 250 bucks off the adjust adjustable base as well. All right, back here, uh, segment two here, our Ooh. Saturday Winner's Lounge. Um, tonight's game, we'll just get the ugly part out first. The second unit continues to look absolutely horrible. The Nuggets have started, Michael Malone has started for the last two games to stagger. He's played Michael Porter and uh, Will Barton with the second unit quite a bit. Guess what? The results are almost identical, if not the exact same thing. One thing he did tonight that has been a little bit different was he played Bones Highland, but here's what's interesting. He didn't really play Bones with the bench. He did a little bit, but he mostly played Bones behind the first stagger with the starters. So mm -hmm. if Barton comes out early and, 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 and uh, Michael Porter comes out, then they come back with the bench. Then those guys are in for a lot when Yoke comes back in. Bones Highland has came in, and I thought he looked great tonight. He looked very poised. He gets eight points. He gets three assists, one steal. He was a plus 10, goes three of seven from the field. None of those numbers stick out to you. What sticks out to me was this was a very close game. The margin for error was extremely small, and he fit in and did a nice job. Dev, how do you evaluate tonight for him? What sticks out most for me um, is how intentional those minutes were. Yeah. Um, the, the purpose of putting them there was to steal minutes from other players. So they didn't put him with the second unit. They also didn't put him in because Monte wasn't have a good, having a good game. Right. Who's the starting guard? They they put it in an intentional point to stagger in a, in a in a big way, but also to put him with that with that first unit, which gives them a different look, 
um, which gives the, the team a, a difficult way to counter that. Um, but it also it gets them around guys that fit how he plays. I think that that's what's also so difficult with Faku, which we'll get in, into in a moment, I'm sure. But it just makes it hard for him to play with that unit because it doesn't fit what the Nuggets have right now or mm. what his best strength is. So with Bones, he just got out to, to go out and play. Everybody's going to look good around Jokic, but also a guy that can extend the defense, that can also push the pace, and then also just has a high IQ, and that's what Bones brought. So big, big game for him because I, I just feel like it was done with a purpose. And, Ray, the shot he hit in the corner was a big yeah, shot. Absolutely. It was timely. And I think, you know, kind of to your point, you know, he is – when you transition from Will Barton to Faku Campazzo, I love Faku. Faku is great. We all love Faku. There's a level of gravity that Bones has both right. in the corner and driving to the basket that a lot of players on the roster struggle to have. So I think that's been big. And the timing with uh, – you know, there are a lot of missed shots in this game. Uh, and – you can make shots in the first quarter or the first right. few minutes yes. and feel great about it and say, oh, I'm taking it to you. But the biggest moments are the shots that really matter. LeBron said two points isn't just two points. And he never explained it, but I think that's kind of what it is. It's where the impact means more than just the connotation of, you know, what he did. The impact of his three tonight in the fourth quarter, Harrison, yeah. was like, I mean, it to your point, it was worth a lot. And I think there was a timeout right after that, and I think he, that was where he ended. Michael Porter came in. But it was one of those ones where it's like, we just need a little. Like, this game was a game of inches, 91-93. They actually, both teams got them under tonight. Yeah. But it was a game of inches, and that was a shot that went in, and it was like, boom, that's it. That's the hump. Yeah. We got it. My favorite part about Bones so far this season is that he's just got no fear. He's not afraid of missing shots. And he hit that three. And what was it, a possession or two earlier? He missed the three from the exact same spot. Right. But he came right. down, got the ball in the same location in that corner, and knocked it down. I was pissed at him a couple of minutes earlier for passing up an open look for right. three. Um, but that's like the number one impression I've had from his limited minutes uh, so far. <laughs> He's not afraid to take shots. And you see rookies a lot of time come into really good teams, deep rotations, and they you know try to be... Uh, they just try to fit in. They try to make the extra pass, not take too much offense to themselves. But Bones knows he's a really good shooter. He's not afraid to let it fly. And because of that, like he hit one of the biggest shots of the night. Yeah. Mm. I. Uh, <laughs> you talk about the confidence part with him. What I like about him, you were upset he didn't take the shots. And there were one or two where I thought, like, that's your shot, this or that. But I actually like that. What I like is that he knows he's in there to make an impact in a lot of different ways. And he's not being too aggressive with his shot. He knows that there's other players. And this is part of what I like. He played. I, I'm curious to see of his uh, 18 minutes tonight, how many of those were with Jokic and how many were not. I would mm -hmm. guess it was about half, if not a little bit more, with Jok. And that's the thing is if when you're playing, he's not out there thinking, this is what I was afraid of. If you just put him, if you replaced Austin Rivers with him, does he need to save the bench? That's a lot to ask a rookie. You throw him out there with Jokic, with Aaron Gordon, He's like, okay, I don't need to save anything. I just need right. to fit in because, and we'll do it. And that's why I thought it worked. So most, I think most of his minutes were because the, his big stretch was actually in the second quarter when he checked in yeah. seven minutes to go mm. with most of the starters. Denver right. was down 14. Ugh. And then at halftime, they only trailed by four. He was a plus 10 in those seven minutes. Nice. Yeah. And that was alongside, you know, the regulars. So he got a lot of work alongside Yoke tonight. And... 
Yeah, I agree. He's not a quick fix for the bench, but there's no way you can take him out of the rotation. He's definitely part of the solution. Dev, there's no way you can take him out of the rotation. Did you hear that? I heard it. You've been the slowest to say he's going to be in the rotation. Uh, is this it? Do we discover what the new the new rotation is? It's 11 guys. So, so I'm not the slowest on it. I'm just not... I You've been how, right on it. Yeah, I know how Malone is. Right, it's, right. It's more so of knowing what Malone is and also um, the development that Malone wants. So it's not just a complete knock on Malone um, right. or anything like that. This is just kind of who he is and who he's shown to be. Um, with Bones and also with any rookie or young player, he has a, a tendency to, to bring them in slowly and to just keep on like opening it. So right now I don't think that it's the moment, but it's also something that he puts in his memory bank and he goes back to – when things are not going well. They were down. They gave it a moment. I mean, they gave him a chance, and it turned around. It was a spark off the bench. So now I think he goes with the same thing that he does, and then he's going to try it again. And then when, if it if it clicks again, he's like, okay, I have to just keep on showing you more. So I feel like it's just kind of like um, just open doors. You just kind of like have to just keep guessing until it actually opens, and then he's like, okay, that's the one I'm going to go with every time. But I don't think that this is the moment yet. Would it surprise you if he just didn't play next game? Get not being it would a back not, to it back? Would not, it would not surprise me, but if you told me I had to pick one, I would say he does play. Hmm. What about you? No. You think he'd he no. think like... He'll play the next back-to-back, -back, probably. <laughs> the next, oh, you think it was a back-to-back -back thing? Could be. What about this? What about what about this? Let me ask. What are we What are we doing here? <laughs> if Bones doesn't play, like we're we're really gonna roll that bench well, out again? Let me we're add, saving him for the playoffs. That's what we're well, doing. Well, actually. To that point, though, we're gonna just let the bench throw away the game for real. <laughs> One of the hardest things for rookies, I you hear it every year, is the 82 game schedule. It's mm -hmm. so long, and I do wonder if part of this is Malone saying, like, look at his body. He's bones. He's, he's little. Like, he didn't he's get chicken and bones. Yeah, he as much as he's impressive and he's mm -hmm. tough. You don't want to wear that guy down by January, February. So I wonder if there is a little bit of a. Like in Malone's head, maybe there's an actual number where he's like, I want to keep his minutes below 400 before Christmas. Mm -hmm. That way I can play him 800 after. I mean, as, as this way to sort of keep him fresh for the season. And you know these guys are working out during the season. And oh, I yeah. wonder if there's a little bit of a let's, keep, let's give him an, an extra couple months of core strength before I roll him out there for a lot. I don't know. Maybe. 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 I mean, if that was like a defined plan, I wonder if Malone would have just come out and said that to take a little heat off. No, he no, no way. <laughs> no it way. is what I think is happening. Um, I do think that for him to be valuable down the stretch, it's kind of better that he's not playing right now every night. But do I think Malone is going to be that transparent? I mean, I mean, think about how he talks about injuries. Right. You know? Uh, no, he's he's Mullen's been pretty transparent this year. Like he, he's had a lot of bullshit to say, but he's <laughs> been pretty transparent with That's like fair. rotations and changes to the bench and stuff. That's Let's true. I don't know. So I'm told by Super Producer Kale, aka Spider-Man Jokic, that we have a lot of super chats that are starting to pile up. Let's hit these. Do you have a mic on, Kale? Alrighty. Uh, this one comes from Alex Epstein, a homie who's in the house, by the way, uh, yes. this whole week. It's been Shout great to, to see. Alex. Uh, Nuggets are now first in opponents' points per game in the league. A per-game stat, but nonetheless, we'll run with it. Hell yeah. Nuggets' defense, man, is for real. I wonder what their slow, slow pace and great defense. Slow pace and great defense. I mean, nobody did see it coming. You know, we'll see how long this is sustainable, but they've been, I mean, the defense is for real, man. Uh, the defense has been really, really impressive. Yeah, third uh, best defense in the league. I mean, that could go up after tonight. It yeah. definitely will. Holding Dallas to, what was it, 80, 
how many 79 points or whatever like the like, lowest Dallas has yeah. scored in the that, Luka that Doncic single handedly yeah. helped the defensive rating quite a bit yeah. uh, what else we got uh, Gene Nice says is there anyone who wouldn't rather see Bones come in than Faco or Rivers no, oh. no one I so, want it <laughs> yeah well, I want it but. so here's the thing Rivers has been really bad, although he did hit a three tonight as well, and it was a big – I mean, every shot from him is a big one. I think he yeah. moved his ratio into the positive now. He's got more makes than blocks, shots that got blocked. Good development. Uh, so very good development. Um, but he hasn't been particularly effective. Faku is the louder player. Like, Austin Rivers, sometimes you just don't see him. He doesn't do anything. Doesn't, he doesn't, doesn't make always shots. have the ball. Doesn't, ha- doesn't have the ball. Faku's a loud player, and tonight, you know, n- I don't want to rag on the guy because I do think that Faku is in a bad situation. Not that yeah. you ever build the roster for a third-string point guard, which is what he is when everybody's healthy. But you if don't you would, it would be but like <laughs> him and four shooters, right? It would be and three shooters and, a, and like Jared Allen type that Slash just rolls off. to the rim. Yeah, just somebody that – and he obviously doesn't have that. So I think he's in a tough spot. That being said, having said that, 17 minutes tonight and he was a minus 24. And he in particular, because you look at the rest of the bench and it wasn't quite that bad, mm-hmm. um, it is becoming a trend with Faku where – it just—it seems like teams have him figured out a little bit. He's not in a good lineup, and 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 it's tough. So he's the guy to me that's starting to become the fall guy for Denver. Absolutely. Um, I don't fair think it's not. a no fair for sure. He's been bad, absolutely. Yeah. But I agree, the situation's not exactly set up for him to succeed. But like good players, sometimes find a way to succeed in, in situations that aren't set up for them. You know. That being said, I don't think it's time or there's any thought about like removing him from the rotation i don't think that'd be the right move uh i think you got to g- keep giving him some minutes here and there um but yeah he's he, he's kind of the engine of what's been a disastrous bench unit i mean i thought pj dozier could be the engine of that unit right. maybe i kind of miscalculated the player that pj dozier is because he's been he really definitely bad. has not been that he's, he's been, been pretty really invisible bad. all year yeah. so it's really been faku leading that group and yeah he's he, he's been a uh, he's been bad dev is the bench who do you think is more at fault for how bad the debt bench has been austin rivers and faku or jermichael green and mm-hmm. jeff green game plan i just feel like uh it doesn't fit those guys don't they have no cohesion. They're not together. They have no chemistry. It doesn't make sense for them, and it puts a guy like Faku in a very, very bad spot. Um, but it also puts Jamichael Green in right. and them in different spots as well because they're not the same um, athletic guys that they that they once were. That would have worked, you know, in the past where you could just throw up a lot because that's what he he's good with, where they can knock down three pointers as well. It just doesn't look the same as well. And then also another thing with Faku, and it's not to cape for him or anything like that, but last year I would say he was like maybe the second best defender on on the team. Aaron Gordon, when he came in, he was the best defender. I mean, I'm not going to say that he's the reason, but there has to be something to him being such a good defender that it kind of has worn off on other people. Other people are also playing defense a lot better. Maybe he added that element or – just a guy that it's like okay we played him so much why is he playing he can't score he can't do anything else but he fit what malone has been asking for his guys now that other guys are playing defense faku doesn't stand out in the exact same way yeah. so he stands out in the, the negative ways so you don't see all the positives that he brings anymore because everybody else is defending right. which is what you wanted them to do in the first place so maybe that was the reason that faku was there in the first place and they've accomplished that goal yeah 
this team does it does feel like they either need a rim roller, maybe in Jermichael Green's spot. Who's you know Jermichael Green's had a bad season too. It's kind of flown under the radar. He played six minutes tonight. Actually, I think this is Jermichael Green. No, wait, that's Jeff Green. It's so hard to know. One of them played six of minutes it, tonight. Is part of being under I the radar. I don't know which one it was. Is. <laughs> Both were a minus 15, though, randomly enough. Right, but I actually don't know. I'm wondering if ESPN actually switched the box score. Is part of the underrated aspects of their negative play the fact that they're so easily mistaken? <laughs> could be, yeah. could be. Look, be. it's like... What Faku does, though, Faku gets the ball moving. He gets guys shots. He gets guys a lot of open pick and pops for sure. <laughs> those shots just haven't gone in. They're not good shots either. <laughs> those aren't great shots. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it, it's it's a tough lineup. It's just tough. Here's my question is what's the idea? What what shot are you looking yeah, for yeah. In, these, in these tandems? Because it's really – it's a question mark. Well, it's even Will Barton, mark. honestly, tonight did not look good. And look, Will Barton, second night of a back-to-back, -back, maybe that was it. He goes three of ten. Mm -hmm. But offensively, he didn't quite have it. And when he was in with that lineup, you're right. You either run a pick-and-pop or you get the ball to Barton or MPJ to, like, force up bad shots. And guess what? Barton was willing to do that tonight. He didn't make them, yeah, but right. he was very willing. But at the same time, it's not like he was taking away good opportunities. It's just like he took the bad shot. There were of, no good opportunities. There were yes. no good ones. Oh, hey yeah. man. And, and I'm just going to throw this out. If I'm the Nuggets, I'm watching Will Barton's minutes. He's already played a lot to start off this season. Gone, he's gone above 30 in every game but that Dallas game. 31 minutes on the second out of back-to-back. -back. I'm just I'm just paying close attention to his minutes if, if yeah. I'm Denver. All right, what else we got, Gail? We got a couple more here. Uh, Addison tells us, how much do you think – the defensive player of game chain is playing into the team's <laughs> defensive mindset lately. I love this question. This I is like a great a question. The defensive player of the game chain has secretly tricked everyone into trying harder. Ray, mm. it's a thing, right? It reminds me of like a Steve Kersian make the league fun for the, you know, a lot okay. of this, a lot of the regular season for an NBA player, you know, it's kind of a grind. It's not always, sometimes it feels like a job. But I, I think this is one of those things that brings some fun back into the game. It, it's like when you're in high school and your coach tells you to uh, break out some pads because you're all going to take charges and you're going to get knocked on the floor for some reason. It's a little bit different. It breaks up the monotony and it makes you feel like, hey, I have something to do today. That's a little bit more than scoring points. I can I see you have it, a take. I think I it has had zero effect oh, okay. on the <laughs> defense. <laughs> That's fair. You're here to kill our fun. You're uh, mostly your because the players are wearing jewelry that cost a hell of a lot more than that defensive <laughs> player of the game chain and is way nicer. Look, like, I you, think... So, wait, your point is, if Michael Malone was value. to go and get, like, a real... Real... How, actually, I, actually so like, like, yes. what's, what's the dollar amount? It. What's the dollar amount? Per game, per game. I don't know. I don't know, man. Half a million? <laughs> 250000 I don't think that's in the KSE budget. Oh, okay. Um, but, like, I, I think it, it can maybe inspire guys a little bit. But, like, I wouldn't be surprised if this is something that wore off in a month. Remember when the Nuggets were giving out a WWE belt for whoever won the shooting competition at practice oh, at the beginning of the year a couple of years like, ago yeah. like that stuff's really cool at the beginning of the season i think it can get you in the right mindset for sure mm -hmm. but eventually it probably wears off i think it's cool though i'm here for it i'm I, here for the fun i buy it I, I do i think that guys also are bought into it and it's more so because these guys are so prideful that like let's say that you got four of them adam 
Ray got four, I got three, Harrison got zero. Yeah, so that sounds right. What are you doing? Everybody's going to say, you don't do I've anything I've seen Dev play defense. He would get zero defensive hey, players. I like, I like, I like this idea. <laughs> of like, hey, how many defensive players how many you don't have you got one, right? this year? So right, like, yeah. it's really like more incentive. Like, okay, I need to work a little bit harder. So I could be actually in the discussion and things like that. Not that it actually matters in the, like, the grand scheme of things, but it's like, okay, I'm also trying on that end. I need to be rewarded for it. Or I want to be a guy that's stood out or like acknowledged because everybody just likes a good job. Like, you did well today. Yeah. Even if it really doesn't matter, but it, 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 it matters to you that it's like, okay, I am playing hard. So I think that it's not huge or anything like that, but I think that the guys that that care about defense are the ones that are getting it. The guys that really don't, it's like, how do I get to that point where I get yeah. it? Because I feel like mm-hmm. Michael Porter Jr. is going to want that because everybody talks about how he doesn't play defense. How do I work hard and how do I get that acknowledgement for that? I want it at least once. In the NFL, they give out game balls. You ever see the, the coach in the locker room after the game? He's like doing a super hyped up speech. He's throwing game balls around and everybody like gets an applause. I think it can be that type of thing mm. because there's no game balls in the NBA. Usually Malone goes into the locker room. He's like, Jokic, great job. Barton, great job. But there's no like physical thing. So this is kind of the game ball. Yeah. So you, I think you can look at it that way. I'm I'm all in. I think it does make a modest impact on it, Love but it. I do think it makes an impact. So I'm with. I never thought about it. Great Matters question, Addison. Yeah. Great super chat. All right, what else we got? Uh, M Bones, M Bones, M Bones. Did I do this wrong? Am I? What, is this like a reference I'm not getting? M Bones. M Bones. M Bones. All right, James. We appreciate it. Thank you, James. <laughs> don't, don't feel like I'm missing something. Uh, Steven says Nikola Jokic is going to go down as the best player of the 2020s. The man won the MVP last year, and he's getting better. Here's what I love about that. He did get his MVP the first year of the 20s. He got off to a hot start. Because here's the thing I was thinking about. When we were doing the coaches of the Nuggets history, Larry Brown Mm -hmm. is the Nuggets coach of the 70s. Doug Moe's the coach of the 80s. Dan Essel's the coach of the 90s. Uh, You Mm -hmm. have George Carl's the coach of the 2000s. Michael Malone can't really be the coach of the teens because he was only there at the, you know. Back end. Yeah, like. So he kind of got screwed mm. by the decade. Jokic <laughs> winning his first MVP screwed at the, the first year of the 20s kind of kind of checks out. Yeah. This yeah. is going to be the decade of Jokic. He will be 36 at the end of the decade. 35, I guess. So Still playing. Still playing, in probably. His, his prime. In his prime. <laughs> <is> this decade. <laughs> he might be in his prime there. Um, all right. Let's take this question a little bit seriously here. Jokic really is playing like the best player in the NBA right now. Absolutely. And I, and look, there's a lot of guys that have that claim. I mean, Giannis, it's not like I can sit here and say Jokic has, is better than Giannis, but I will say he has been as good as Giannis. Yeah. And, you know, you just you just look at it going forward. Who are the other guys? You got Luka as, as, as a contender for it. Luka's great. Luka's great. He's only going to get better. He's 22. He's only going to get better. But Jokic's right there, man. Like, I honest to God, look at it. Look at the, the landscape going forward, and I just think, He's so good. He gets better every year. To me, he's meaningfully yeah. better this year. I think he gets meaningfully better for the next three or four years. And if he's already the MVP, and he's going up, he's why not? He's got some advantages. You know, Murray being out, I think, is an advantage in okay. the narrative because, Absolutely. unfortunately, so much of these sorts of awards are narrative. Sure. And when you already have one, I think it's a lot easier to justify giving someone another where you can say, hey, we were right. I think the NBA likes being right. So. Yeah. All right. First off, I don't want to hear Luka be putting Nikola Jokic's class. I'm not here for that. He's 22 years old. Luka Doncic is not the same level of player as Nikola Jokic. 
I don't want to hear he's that. He's not at the moment, but we're talking about a decade. It's a yeah. long time. Okay, there's that. Number be 31 at the end of the decade. I'm just saying right now. Just right now. Okay. Number two, there aren't a lot of reasons why Nicole Jokic would slow down. The guy never gets hurt. The guy's a maniacal worker. Mm-hmm. He's in the weight room after every single game. He's just addicted to like his craft and getting better and killing guys. He's going to be on really good teams in Denver going forward. There's just not a lot of reasons why he would slow down. He's getting better at defense. He's getting smarter, if that's even possible. Right. Yeah. Uh, I still think he's he sh- kind of getting smarter, though. His I shot can get better even. like He's just going to keep growing and growing, and it's, uh, it's scary. I feel like the Nuggets went to Yoke almost too much down the stretch. He was so gassed. I think that's the thing. Like, who does more for their team? Yeah, that's true. I think the answer well, is pretty clear. <laughs> it is weird how, like, guys like Luka have the ball in their hands nonstop. James Harden would have the ball in their hands nonstop. And yet, yeah. Yoke still feels like he does more for the team. <laughs> it's just crazy, like, how many. Because it's also rebounding it's, and all the other yeah, stuff. You know, it's, it's pretty rebounding. wild. This Um I like it. I think there's a real chance. Honestly, I, I really do think there's a real chance he's the he could be the player of the decade. I think that's so cool. Now we all know what you have to do to be the player of the decade. Yep. Rings, you baby. Got to win. win the chip. You've got to win, and probably not just one. You probably have to not win two. multiple. So <laughs> probably not three. <laughs> hey, you could win two and be the player of the decade. Like that Maybe. could be you know like Maybe. come on, man, come on. If you went through, if you went through the players of the decade. So if you go back to the 80s, Magic Johnson or Larry Bird, they were players of the decade. Mm-hmm. You go to the 90s, Michael Jordan was the player of the decade. 2000s, LeBron. Uh, 2000s? Kobe? I think Kobe or Tim yeah. Duncan Shaq to me. Or Kobe, maybe Shaq. Probably Shaq. Tim Duncan. Shaq, Kobe, Tim Duncan. I don't know if there was a singular player. Kobe Tim. because of the yeah. he was iconic. Yoke's yeah. never going to be the iconic player of the right. NBA. Like That's just not going to happen. But. Maybe Tim Duncan. So maybe there wasn't one. LeBron, clearly the player of the 2010s. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Although Steph Curry made a late push, a very yeah. late second half yeah. push to be the player of the decade. To LeBron. Let's um, turn it into like a five-year award. I don't yeah, know. maybe it is turning into that. I like it. All right, let's, hit our, great question. let's hit our final break. Uh, I know that uh, Brendan Vogt will be joining us in just a moment to uh, share an update. He's spoken to Michael Malone. He's spoken to who else did he tell me he went? Uh, Bones. Nice. We heard from Bones, so we know nice. it's going to be some fire. I think we're waiting on Will Barton, so we'll get to that on the other side. Nice. And maybe uh, maybe a little surprise. We'll see. Oh, a little surprise. Uh, guys, this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, we got NFL coming up tomorrow. Uh, DraftKings Sportsbook, an official Ooh, sports betting tonight. partner of the NFL, has you covered. New customers, you guys can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game. If they do, you pocket $200 in free bets. So, super simple. Bet $5 on any NFL team to win their game. If that team wins, you get $200 in free bets in your DraftKings account. Uh, DraftKings Sportsbook, they've also got same-game parlays right now. We hit one tonight, thanks to D-Line. We hit the Michael Porter Jr. two assists or more. That was great. Nicole Jokic, one three-pointer made. Yep. And uh, Malik Beasley, seven and a half points. Seven and a half points. He went for 18. That was a great bet, Eric. Yeah, Malik Beasley's first good game of the season, actually. Yeah. But great bet, Eric. Shocker. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code DNVR. Bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game. Win $200 in free bets if they win. Promo code DNVR this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older. Colorado only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. And if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Um, at HustleCattleCompany.com, use code DNVR10. Get 10% off your entire purchase at checkout. Uh, that's code DNVR10 at HustleCattleCompany.com. If you're in the area, 
come down to the DNVR bar. We got Hassle Cattle Company Wagyu beef on all our burgers. They're incredible. My go-to items on the menu for sure. Every time that I'm here, um, of course we had to get Wagyu beef in the DNVR bar. We're we're tied in with Hassle Cattle Company. Uh, but if you're not local, that's okay. Go to HassleCattleCompany.com. Use the code DNVR10. Get 10% off your order. If you order over $200 worth of Hassle Cattle Company, you're also going to get free shipping as well. And finally, StravaCraft Coffee. If you're a returning customer, use code DNVR20 to get 20% off your purchase of StravaCraft Coffee. If you're a first-time customer and want to try some CBD-infused coffee, can relieve neck pain, back pain, arthritis, IBS, use code DNVR25. Get 25% off your first purchase. You can also get a StravaCraft Coffee subscription. Love it. Great way to take in uh, some CBD coffee. So I have a major announcement, major announcement to be made right here, right live here? on the show, right here. So, so next week, ready for it. next Wednesday, you should already know it. Next Wednesday, we are going to be doing our first ever second screen experience for the Denver Nuggets game on Wednesday. They take on the Memphis Grizzlies. I'm going to be calling that game along with all of my homies wow. here at the NBR. Now here's the, now here's the trick. We're actually working with a brand new startup out of Silicon Valley for a very cool second screen experience. For DNVR members only, this first one, we'll, we'll roll it out. We'll open it up a little bit more. But it's That's a big reason to become a DNVR <laughs> member. Because we have this awesome program that allows you to, to watch the game along with us calling the broadcast. It's actually really cool. And there's also a live chat feature. It's actually just like the Winner's Lounge, but with the Nuggets game playing in yeah. the background. So it's actually it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, I'm very, very, very excited about it. We have some really cool stuff planned for it. So... If you're on the fence about becoming a DNVR member, I'm telling you this is the opportunity. This uh, site is in beta, but we've already been playing with it. It's going to be really cool. Watch the Nuggets game with us next Wednesday live. We'll be commenting with it. You guys can sit and listen to our commentary. I can't wait. I'm so pumped for it, man. I have so many thoughts I want to share during the game. So many little things I want to point out at all times. I'm just excited to call a game. I'm excited, man. Yeah. <laughs> I never thought I'd be calling again NBA so, game. So question, who's, who's Shaq and who's Chuck? Oh my god. No, no, no. That's the that's the studio show. Oh, that's okay. what we're already doing here. Who would I say is D-line is probably Ch is probably Chuck. That's fair. Harrison's Kenny the Jet <laughs> <Yeah>. Smith. <laughs> of course. Of course. I got to keep everything together. Shaq over there. Shaq is wow, down. Wow, Shaq. Sure. I like it. You I guys like don't it. know what you're talking about. It's <laughs> <laughs> for you. So the Nuggets have a weird schedule anomaly going on. They play Memphis at Memphis on Monday. <laughs> then they spend a day in Memphis. Then they play at Memphis on Wednesday. Shout out schedule makers. The schedule makers, I swear, were drunk when they made the Nuggets a schedule. <laughs> they this just year. forgot to two, include Denver in the schedule. Two back to backs this week, and then <laughs> they're, they're like, like oh, shit. we'll follow up two consecutive back to backs with a trip to Memphis to play them twice in three days. I mean, you just got to hope you don't load up on too much barbecue during oh, those man. four oh, days good. in Memphis. Like, it four days good. in Memphis, there's. What do you do other than. Eat barbecue and go listen to music. What else do you do? <laughs> I went to Memphis, had a good time. Play some basketball. I spent a time. There's the Ducks. I've never been. You guys know about the Ducks that walk down the staircase no. or something? You guys don't know about it? No. Every day at like 5 o'clock, they waddle down. That's like the attraction at Memphis. That Memphis. Graceland. That sounds awesome. Yeah, it's pretty great. Will uh, Barton, a Memphis no. guy. <laughs> uh, anything else? So we can bounce around the NBA here real quick while we wait for vote to load. The Cavs... Um, they're now, they fall into three. Are we three. not going to talk about Michael Porter's night at all? Should we? Oh, do we need to? Uh, do we I not think we go into need it? to, man. Did I mean, we not go into it? We didn't go into it at all. All right, we can get to Michael Porter. <laughs> okay. Take the stage. All right. I mean, I'm I'm sitting here. Uh, what are we? Six games in? I'm pretty stunned, man. Three of 14 from the field. 
he probably had like what five games like this all of last year and he's already had like four of them this year it's pretty stunning he was a walking like 20 and 10 last year he was one of the most efficient players for his age in nba history and all of a sudden he's this guy who can't hit a shot Oh of six from three. Three really of fourteen. Oh of six from oh, three. Six. This would be an unheard of line for Michael Porter Jr. last year. This season, though, it's kind of par for the course. He is um It's wild. He's definitely lost confidence. And Michael Porter is one of those guys that like he had the goldfish memory, he'd miss three shots and just walk up like he's gonna be like he's on fire. Yeah. That it's weird when guys that have that much sort of confidence he called in the playoffs, he's like, they need to run more plays, you know, away. Like he's a guy that has confidence. I feel like he's lost that and it's weird to watch. He he was rattled tonight, Dev. Just watching the guys around him, this guy it's like and and it's not to say that the, the teammates or anything is against him, but I've never seen a spot where a guy goes 0 for 6 where he's forcing three-pointers and everybody's just like – and then just gets back on defense like, all right, you got it out your system, now we can play. Like it's kind <laughs> of like when you go into open gym and there's not really a good – like the guy that's – there's a really bad guy on the team. You let him take the first two shots because you know he's not going to get it for the rest of the game. That's what kind of how it feels with him. Like it's like he's he's pushed out and he's just forcing and forcing. Um, the 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 pump fake where the guy jumps and he still shoots it, right? He has right. to get rid of Bad that shot completely. Like again. that, that just has to leave. That's but right. he keeps doing it because it's like I don't know when I'm gonna get it back. Yeah. And his confidence is so low and so broken. But it's not like they're giving up on him. They're still allowing him to keep shooting and keep shooting where he's in a spot that he has to get through it. But for for there to be like um, call outs where he needs more plays and things like that, and they're running plays for him in ways that no one else is. It goes to show that they also just like understand like yo you got to get it at some point now he did have 12 rebounds tonight yep. three offense rebound he was very, very active, active on the on glass the boards, yep. which is a good sign that his shot wasn't falling and he was doing some other stuff thought he was fine defensively like he didn't stand out as being bad defensively but i mean if you're looking for one reason why the nuggets have trouble breaking 100 points it's right. because michael porter jr is not giving them consistent production every night and it's just crazy because, like I said, he was so consistent last year. What's your take, Ray? I'm here to be Moses. I'm <laughs> here to guide us through this dark time. It's a long season. I think, you know, some silver linings for me is that he's passing in a yeah. way that Three assists tonight. gives me some optimism. I know it's some, maybe some of it's even that he's not feeling so confident, so he's looking to find other guys. But... I think that he's able to do that, that he's willing to maybe play a little bit of defense sometimes and rebound, and I think that his shot's going to come. Um, you know, shooters, you, you can talk to a lot of people who, J.J. Barea or whoever you want to mention. J.J. Barea isn't the first name You're I right. thought would You're think right. of for sure. J.J. Reddick? J.J. Reddick is what I was thinking of. Thank you. J.J. Barea. As soon as I said it, I was like, oh, no. a lot of shooters. That's not the name I was thinking of. J.R. Smith. Okay, Let's go with that. There you go. Long streaks of, hey, he's having a rough patch, but, hey, a few weeks later, maybe even a month later, it could be long and it might be painful, but eventually it comes out the other side. And you realize, hey, he actually knows how to play basketball. It's going to be okay. Mo uh, Moses, uh, Moses, you were great tonight. We appreciate it. Uh, no Deb problem. Deb, you stay. We're paying you, Deb. Deb's, Deb's disappointed face is incredible we're not right now. Right. Look, at, look at this. It was time to party. It was time to party. Deb's cracking me up in this costume. Uh, vote. 
Nice of you to join us. Race so tall. A little shorter. Okay. Hey, fellas, how are we doing on this fine Munder Saturday night? It is a Munder. Did Michael Malone use the word Munder in the uh, presser? Uh, he did not. He did say, he did mention that they've done the Munder five yeah. times. I was waiting for him to use the word. He did not. I still think he knows it, though. I still I think, think he, he knows. Does. It. I think he does you too. Think he does. Yeah, I do. Um, I don't think he does. <laughs> Malone on Bones he talked about that uh, the ball that found him on the right wing when Bones didn't shoot it. Remember, he swung it to Ooh, to Barton. I mentioned that one. I'm sure you guys talked about that. Uh, Malone said he yelled at Bones that he's got to shoot that, and then Bones told us the entire bench yelled the same thing at him. Uh, and then he said, so he kind of learned that he had to he. He's a scorer. He's a shooter. He's got to put those up uh, on the three he did take from the corner. Quote, that was a dagger for sure. Yeah. Quote. <laughs> it was a dagger. That's what we talked about on the it show. Was. It's funny because it was a dagger. I think it, like, tied the game. Yeah. But it felt like a dagger. Bo- Bones is just, like, he's still young in that you go, like, like that dagger three you hit. And then he goes, oh, yeah, that was a dagger for sure. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, man. I love that. Um, we'll get to Bones in a second. We'll stick with Malone. Uh, but he, obviously a lot of Malone's comments were on Bones. You guys want a fun one? Yes. Quote, every time I put that kid in, it's becoming so obvious. He needs to play every night. Um, so so he's not playing. So he's not going to play to lock in a DMP <laughs> if, for an edge If Bones doesn't play, man, that's that's bad by Malone. I'm sorry. Like, you, you, can't, you can't come out and just say this shit after every game and then not play him. With the tattoos, it just seems I know so much really more angry. Like, it's no, so man, much more spice on him. If he doesn't play Bones next game, that's a disservice uh, to it's him, the, man. It's the tat right here that I really gets you, me. It's totally. The, it's, no, he I has agree. a dark side. You got to stop. He's, got, he's done some time, man. He's done some time. Now, there's a difference between what he's telling bones through the media and when he's talking to you know i don't know how big of a difference there is i know man. saying that i know i know and and that's at a certain point if you're going to keep talking up you got to play him but he did say that the main message to the rookie is to just stay ready right malone talks about that all the time um you know we've talked about bones kind of being in that rj hampton slot that 11th 12th slot that's what malone said if things aren't going well there's foul trouble if we need energy his name is going to be called his number is going to be called um, by the way, if you were wondering if any of this is sinking in for Bones, uh, things that Bones said about a hundred times in his presser, I have to stay ready when, when my number is called and when my name is called. <laughs> I love it. Verbatim. So these two are, are definitely in constant communication. Uh, Malone loves this dude. I'm going to say it. I, I've been hesitant on it the whole time. I think this is the breakthrough with Bones. I really do. And that, Mo- that Malone quote, I think you're right. If he doesn't play him after that, it's a disservice. But I think he will. Um yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, six games, five of their first six opponents are held under under 100 points. He's obviously thrilled about that. Anyone want to guess who got the defensive player of the game chain tonight? We would Will guess Barton. Will Barton. It was Will Barton. Hell yeah. Why do you think that is, Dev? The last play of the game? It was the last play of the game. His second so defensive player of the game chain this year. Uh, we heard from Bones, not like a you know necessarily one quote to walk out the door with, guys, but a ton of energy. And I know oh, you guys yeah. know exactly what I'm talking about. You've interviewed yeah. him before. Um, like I said, he said the words stay ready about a hundred times um, on that three that he deferred. Uh, Yoke was getting double teamed. I was open. I was being too unselfish. That's a shot I should take. I came over to the bench and they was just screaming at me to shoot the ball. Um, I didn't think it was that bad. Like there are shots that are, we call them record scratches, right? There are record scratches. That one was like a medium record scratch. But I think that says more about bones and how they say a 
feel about oh, Bones than the shot itself, shoot, right? Want, okay. He's the kind of guy who should shoot that. Right. If he's a little open, yeah. let it fly. And that's been the message that the bench and Malone's been giving him. Stay confident. Be yourself. Uh, Malone, Bones talking about why there was a spark and, and why the bench embraced him. He just said, I think they love my energy. They love that I stay ready. Uh, so there was a lot of that. Um, he said he works his tail they off. They love my energy. This yeah, guy, he, man. He, he, is, he is the master of the self-compliment It was a little bit of like else. a porter yeah, saying, like, yeah, porter. it's just an honor to be <laughs> mentioned with the guys. That I just uh, mentioned myself Yeah, he with. did compliment himself a bunch. But he said, I work my tail off. I really do. I know sooner or later my number is going to be called or my name is going to be called. On Will Barton's block to end the game, it looked like he had a knockout like in boxing. There's just something about yeah. seeing the other team so defeated and flat on the ground. Finisher. Um, Will Barton spoke. If you were expecting a sermon, it was a subdued Will Barton tonight. In all oh. business, Will Barton tonight, who told us, to be honest with you, he said, he didn't play well at all on either end of the floor tonight. He knows he didn't have a good game. But that's the beauty of the game, Will said. You play hard, you get your chance. That's what happened tonight. Um, Love it, man. On the final play, just trying to win a game. That's all he said. Uh, Malone did say about that play, you know, guys didn't have to get back. Agree to disagree there. <laughs> he, was just, he was like, I, I don't know. He was going out of his way Could've to create a compliment. Off, I guess, and I was yeah. like, I kind of feel like they do, the especially play, under your. Yeah. Anyway, um, he was like, it was a three on one, but but he, Barton got back. And not only did Barton get back. I didn't have to back, do the show tonight. <laughs> uh, not only did Barton get back. I had to. <laughs> that, that Jokic did as well. So he highlighted that. Um, Bart, Barton was asked about that, that framing. You didn't have to get back. And Barton said, we're a team that's trying to win a championship. That's the stuff you don't think about. You just do. Um, on the trash talk for Malik Beasley, what is a, was it a little extra, fellas? Because yes. It was Malik Beasley? Yes. Barton says, oh, no, 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 no. He says he just gets a little turned up on the road sometimes. Got to let him know about it. Mm. Fair. Okay. But also, the, yes. The right on. answer publicly. I'm yeah. going to say... Uh, he, so I he, think it was. You remember the Dwayne Wade dunk on Anderson Verjao where he like dunked and then like beelined it back so he could walk over. He was not in the path to walk over <laughs> yeah. Verjao. He like that right. was what Will Barton did. Like he did it. He started walking to half court and he's like, "Yeah." And then he's like, "Wait a second. I'm going back. back over here." Came back. And then looks at him and is like, "Yeah." Like head down. Full. That was some of the most intense trash talking I've oh, seen. Oh, I love it. Will Barton um, really is the heartbeat of the team. I love it. So, I mean, Barton was subdued. Bones a lot of energy. Malone a lot of energy. I mean, Malone is thrilled the way you guys would expect to be thrilled with five munders, right? And then the Bones thing tonight, as much as he is reluctant to do this and as frustrating as it can be, particularly with Bones this year, don't get it twisted. He loves this. He loves what he's seeing from Bones. He loves yeah. that the team has this, that he can go to the young guy. And I think after tonight, he's got to be that much more confident. Yeah. I love it. I love it. The good vibes yeah. night. Uh, Kayla, hit that outro music. Do we have any other super chats that came in? Um, this was a fun one, man. I mean, this was really a uh, turning point game. Three and three or four and two. You know, it could have been. Two, yeah. could have, well, it could have gone either way. Three yeah. and three, four and two. Uh, you got two road games in a row to Memphis now, but you have a little bit of a cushion. And more than anything, Denver, the starters in particular, have looked really good when they've looked good. Yeah. And tonight, even they looked a little rough. Will Barton and Jokic have looked good most of these games. Tonight, they look like second night of a back-to-back. They had to sure. They had to be the gritty sandpaper win, uh, but they were able to do that. And I just love that the team has been able to win pretty and now win ugly. And they've got a they've got a lot of ways to win. I really believe that. And yeah. remember, we're still waiting for the top way 
which is that potent offense. So it's exciting stuff. Well, the top way is just Jokic, I would say. We've well, yeah, got a couple of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know what I mean. Yeah. Look, even, even Jokic versus the rest of the team, that dynamic notwithstanding, like in terms of he can't ever sit, the offense is a top five, top three offense, and it hasn't been so far. Right. And it will be, it should be. Anyway, they're still winning. Uh, I love it. Everybody, Saturday night, Halloween. Happy Halloween to everybody. Be extra safe out there. We appreciate you spending your Saturday night with us here in the Winner's Lounge. Hope you enjoyed yourself. Have a great weekend, everybody. Go Nugs. See you on Monday. Go Nugs. Right now at Green Mountain Dental Group, guys, if you're a DNVR listener, hit them up for a cleaning x-ray and exam. When you schedule one of those, you're going to get a free Sonicare toothbrush. Top of the line electric toothbrush that's going to lead you to cleaner teeth, better health, maybe less dentist visits in the long run. Nobody really likes to go to the dentist. Come on, if you say you do, you're lying to yourself. So hit up Green Mountain Dental Group today. A lot of us at DNVR, we already go there for cleanings, obviously x-rays, get cavities filled, whatever dental work we need done. We go to Green Mountain Dental Group. So check them out. Located 15 minutes from downtown Denver. And again, when you sign up for a cleaning x-ray and exam, when you schedule one of those with the good folks over at Green Mountain Dental Group, you're going to get a free Sonicare toothbrush. That's going to last you a really long time. It's the one that a lot of dentists out there recommend. Most do. So again, schedule a cleaning x-ray and exam with Green Mountain Dental Group. Get a free Sonicare toothbrush today.